Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. I want to check in with Scuba Steve right now, who the last time we spoke to him, he sounded like he had a, a pound of gravel in his throat because he has a new baby. He was like, yeah, I'm here, but... Uh, he sounded like Billy Bob Thornton and Sling Blade. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had a second baby. Mustard and biscuits. Uh-huh. Scuba, how's second baby going? She's great. Uh, the, when you talked to me last, she was in the middle of cluster feeding, which basically is... Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. That almost sounded like you were saying... You know, it's a cluster feeding. <laughs> Go ahead. No, cl- cluster feeding. But my wife breastfeeds. And so because of that, she will eat every hour on the hour like a radio contest which means I'm up helping her change the diapers because I can't breastfeed. Um, but I'll help her change the diapers and get the baby to her in between feedings and let her nap as much as she can as she's doing most of the work. But um, out of the cluster feeding phase now, so we are getting about a good three to four hours of sleep a night, which is which is pretty good. Just having a baby, and I can't wait, right? Mm-hmm. But it just sounds miserable. Yeah, it is. Why would you? It's worth it, though. It's worth it because, I mean, it's a... It's a, it's a it's a person, you know. You're shaping a person. You're bringing a person into this world. What's well, a great creation? Thing. Like, like we create the show every day, which is great. But when you create a human being, <laughs> it gives you a whole other perspective on people in general. Just people in in life, you'll you look at them in a different way once you create another person. So there is a little bit of a hiccup in the beginning, but it's it it supersedes the lifelong uh, of having the child. Look, man, if this person is awesome, that's on you. If, it, if this person is crummy and a terrible person, that's on you too. So it's a it's an important job that you have. Hmm. But but I think cool. also because you and I are very similar, not having fathers. I think for someone like myself, I'm very passionate about it, and I think you would be as well to also try to break the chain of not having a dad and being there for them and giving them all the tools they would they they could use in life that we didn't get. I'm pretty scared that I'm gonna be sucky like my real dad. Nah, no, you it's won't be because you had that. You'll be fine. no. You, you guys don't know that's not possible. Well, I'm hoping it's not possible. A wise man once said. Anything is possible. <laughs> I was really waiting for a good one. Yeah, what do you say? Say so anything is possible, yeah. that, but that is scary to me. Because I, I don't know if it was in my biological father, and something genetic in him. That, how do you know that's not in me? Ooh, I don't know if it's genetic. Right, you don't know. Don't know. Yeah, you know, for scuba, real quick too. Uh, that that men are able to breastfeed as well. Do you know that? We you tried are? that once. Did you? <laughs> With what? A baby? With Carlos, our old producer. <laughs> and he sucked on... We put one of those uh, suckers on his nipples. <laughs> it didn't work. Well, he also didn't have a baby himself, but we just said if you do it enough to a guy, they can lactate. Correct. So he put one of those pumps on him and just sucked forever. It didn't work. Just, I think, a little bit of sweat. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> All right, maybe not. Wait, what, what do you know? I just read articles that saying it's possible. I mean, I've never seen anyone do it, but I know it's possible. What's up with your foster baby? Oh, foster baby. <laughs> so he's about to turn two. Man, this guy, you know, like we've had him since, you know, we picked him up from the hospital. So we got him as a newborn. He is probably the toughest baby I've ever seen in my life. Toughest to raise? Uh, no, tough. Just tough. Like he bangs his head on something. He doesn't cry. He literally looks for blood. He rubs his head at where he hit it, and he looks at his hand, almost like, you know, you watch those ninja movies, and they're like, did you hit me? And he looks for blood, doesn't see in it, and then he moves, he doesn't see blood, and he moves on. But he's tough, and now he's fighting with everyone. He wrestles with the, the boys, the big boys, my 12-year-old, 7-year-old, the, uh, you know, the 6-year-old, and they wrestle, and he hurts them. They come to me crying because this little baby is, like, dominating their fights. So I don't know, man. I've never dealt with a... I've never raised a dangerous, violent baby like him because he's tough, man. He's either going to be a football player or a UFC fighter, something that involves, like, kicking your butt. 
Your youngest biological son, though, was pretty tough. Pretty tough, and he beats him up. <laughs> yes. Dude, if, do you see, like, I have scrapes on my head. Yeah. He throws stuff at me, and it's like, and he laughs. And Hey, that's your fault. Didn't you say it? <laughs> if you bring some, it's Because you've be had them since he was born. It's going to be on me. Mm. You're right. Going sockless is really bad for you. Podiatrists have seen an increase in, because, again, we're not wearing as many shoes and socks right now because uh-huh. we're not going to work. I am. We are, but there's a percentage of people that aren't going in as much. And if they're just at home, so what happens is you're sockless, more bacteria because your foot's just exposed, just a numbers game, and way more foot fungus. Oh, cool. And Thanks. even, yeah, and, you know, even if you wear socks and you don't wash your feet, a ton of moisture, same thing. You wear socks around the house or no? Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's super cold, I'll put some on, but not mostly. Yeah, me too. Uh, not really. Uh, one final story I wanted to tell you guys about was this delivery driver. Here it is. As long as the pizza shows up, I think we'd all agree it doesn't matter who brings it, right? (laughs) Of course. A police officer in California went the extra mile to help his community. The story says, after taking a pizza delivery driver into custody, the officer decided, well, customers shouldn't suffer. I'll take the pizza to him. Nice. On Friday, the police department posted a story to its Facebook page revealing that Officer Dattel pulled over a driver for a traffic violation. He had a warrant. He learned the guy was working to deliver pizza right then. The pizza was still in there. I got the address, took the pizza right after that. But, you you know, if you're getting the pizza, you you have to wonder, like, why, why are you bringing me the pizza? Like, what's the story here? Well, I would think it was some, like, Christmas promotion. The cops bring your pizza and okay. you donate to a cop's charity. <laughs> That's what I would think. You just wouldn't ask questions. No, you would be, assume that. I don't ask cops questions. Like, yes, sir. All yes, right. ma'am. Thank you. Here's yes, your tip. Yes. All right. That's what's up. Uh, enjoy today's show. Check out uh, Chuck Wick's podcast called Talk to Chuck. It's uh, pretty funny. And, you know, we're, there are going to be days and weeks during Christmas that we're not here. I encourage you to check out a new podcast. Talk to Chuck's a good one. Uh, Carly Pierce is on this week, and she talks a lot about her, her divorce, which she talked about a lot of other stuff too, but she really hasn't talked about that super publicly. Raymundo knows all about it. Oh, he does, yeah. I saw Raymundo. Speaking of that, Ray, what did I see you comment? Carly did something and you were commenting on it? Yeah, she did a TikTok, and it's her song where she goes, next girl, where she's basically warning the next girl that's going to date a guy in her past <laughs> about all the bad things about him. And it's a TikTok video, and she's saying, is way too into his muscles, always has his face down, or always has his phone face down. Uh, he says, I love you too quickly. He's all about partying. And, I mean, she's alluding to a certain person, but she never says it. And it's just, it's a great little TikTok. And I so I all, said, Michael I jumped Ray, in, right? and I, yeah, and I retweeted it. And I, I just said, like, oh, you're going hard. <laughs> Ray's fascinated with that demised relationship. All right, that's what's up. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the show. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Hey, guys. Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. All right. What in the world do we do today? Why don't we start with some voicemails we got last night? Uh, here's voicemail number one. Hi, I was wondering if you could give a shout out to my husband, Cliff. Tomorrow is his birthday, and he is a big fan of the show. He has a hard job working in the medical field. He loves it, and he does an amazing job taking care of his family. Cliffy Poo, we love you. Cliffy Poo. I bet he loves getting called <laughs> Cliffy Poo, too. Uh, Cliffy Poo, we love you, too, Bubba. Hope your birthday's good, Bubba, Cliffy Poo. Uh, speaking of healthcare professionals, who we do love, uh, we're going to have one on later on who got the vaccine. Got it already? Got it. Wow. That's what I know. 
I haven't spoken to anyone who has gotten the vaccine yet. Oh, no, where are they from? I saw on the news here in Nashville, like somebody, the first doctor's getting it today. Uh, Arkansas, I believe. Oh, wow. This is crazy. Uh-huh. So that'll happen later on the show. Uh, here's voicemail number two. Hi, Bobby. Hi, studio. Um, I'm just curious. I've heard you guys talk a lot about tips and the service industry. What do you guys typically do if you have a bad service? Like if the waiter is not very good. I've on occasion had terrible service, and I know it's generally you tip based on the service, but just want to know what you guys typically do in that situation. Thanks. Bye. Well, I can tell you when I was a young waiter, I was not a good waiter. So thankfully, a lot of folks had grace for and with me because I'd forget things. You never got punished? Yeah, but I was so new at it. And when someone would still tip me 20%, I would be like, thank you, God. Yeah. Like I'm learning. Thanks for being there. And I try to, you know, exhibit that, that same feeling toward folks. I, listen, if you can, and unless they're just calling you the B word, it could be somebody else's fault. Mm-hmm. Unless you're sure that they just are terrible. <laughs> like they, you see them spit in your food in front of your face. Because it could be the kitchen's fault. They could be having a really bad day. Somebody could have died in their family or sure. sick. or All that. Kids are... My only request would be that you fully evaluate the situation. And if you go, you know what? They're just a bad person. Then you possibly think of going, I'm not going to do full. But there's just so many... So many variables that go into getting bad service. Would you go none? No, zero? Ne- never. I would. Ne- I'm gonna be honest with you, because I was in the service industry for so long. If it was bad service, I'd still tip full amount, unless they were just mean. I had a friend of mine. His dad would put the five dollars in, in ones on the table. Have you? Did you say that? Did you talk about this too? No, I think you did. Okay, he'd pull them <laughs> and up every time they'd mess up. He would take one dollar off. Like how, that's so much pressure. But five dollars worth. Were they eating? Oh, this was back in the day. This is when we were in high school. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but I would encourage you to evaluate <laughs> much closer than you probably are. Uh, that's what I would say. All right, here is Tom in New York. Listen, I got a, a strange question. What's going on with Kenny Chesney? He consistently puts out hits, and you never really hear much from him. He's got his own satellite radio show, but he's never, you know, getting the big awards. He's never on stage. He's not doing many interviews, but he just consistently puts out top hits. So he's been curious. Hope you can help me out and uh, give me an answer. Thanks, man. Sure. Kenny used to get all the awards. Mm -hmm. Kenny was Entertainer of the Year. He has been. Maybe multiple times. Now I think Kenny has reached the height of success and just now collects checks on an island with a big boat. Yeah. He's not around town much, so you don't hear him do interviews. He's not near microphones. And he tours a bunch still. He will tour some, but massive stadiums if he does. Yep. Kenny's just kind of done it, and he's like, I'm good. That's why. It's nobody not wanting to talk to Kenny Chesney. I like Kenny. We've at times done a lot of stuff together. And then, then for eight months, I won't see him. So, but yeah, it's not a slight on Kenny at all. That's him just going, I'm good. I'm going to stay in the Virgin Islands. <laughs> That's it. Uh, here's one more. Uh, po- uh, number four. Hey, Bobby. Hi, show. I'm a podcast listener, and I just heard this segment about your favorite country song of 2020. And I was thinking God Whispered Your Name would be such a cute first dance song at a wedding. Have you and Caitlin talked about what you're going to dance to for your first dance at your wedding? Yes, we have. We know it. I'm not going to say what it is. Just because some stuff we want to keep sacred until it actually happens. You know, we don't want the whole thing to be a big movie trailer. Good. Yeah. Coming up at the wedding, right, this right, song. Right. <laughs> right. 
This person will be there. <laughs> this is this is your life. This is what we'll be wearing. <laughs> Stay tuned. Tune in to Instagram at Mr. Bobby Bones to find out more. That's not what you're we right, want. Right. And hopefully, early summer, we can have the wedding. I was watching a few different doctors talk at different times, and they were like, hey, we feel like most American citizens that don't have an underlying condition can get the vaccine by late March. Come on. Into early April. Yes. If that's the case, we're jumping into a wedding like a cannibal. Yeah, YMCA. Yeah, it, no, just we're opening the gates, the doors. <laughs> we're publicly saying where it is. Everybody, come on. You're crazy. No, no, we would never do that. <laughs> a quick recap about Mike D. Here's a desk over in the corner of the studio. He writes almost every game that we play. He does so much writing on the show, uh, so much prep work, but he doesn't talk a whole lot, and he'll come on occasionally. He is from South Texas. He lost over 100 pounds uh, just by walking and then running. But every year at Christmas time, he does the once a year, what do you call it? My purge day. Because you are a vegetarian? Vegan. He's a vegan right crazy. now who runs like crazy, lives a really healthy lifestyle, no meat, nothing ever. Nope. But once a year, is it on Christmas day? On Christmas day. What do you, I, I bring all this up because I had some listeners asking me, is Mike doing his purge day? And I couldn't remember if it was his birthday or if it was Christmas for Jesus' birthday, <laughs> but it's Jesus' birthday. Yeah. Well, what's the plan this year? Um, same thing. I'm going one day, allowing myself to eat whatever I want. And after that, go back to eating normal. But do you have your meal planned out oh, yet? Oh, I have it planned out. You do? I do. So you wake up in the morning, what happens? I wake up, I eat my breakfast, which will be blueberry pancakes with maple syrup, a biscuit with white gravy, and then just black coffee. Which one of those things would you not eat, though, normally? Oh, pancakes. You wouldn't? I only eat it once a year. Why? Uh, the sugar, the bread. Sugar. Okay, the sugar. Bread, yeah. Okay. Then what happens after breakfast? I usually hit a snack, and I'm doing <laughs> chips with salsa, queso, and guacamole. And that's before lunch? Yeah, that's just a little snack. It's a little too lunch tasting for me. <laughs> Because until lunch hits, I don't really want the salty lunch food. But that's good on you. What do you got for lunch? And then lunch, I'm doing uh, my mom's tamales with a side of beans and rice, Mm. a slice of cherry cheesecake, and a beer. (laughs) It's for lunch. (laughs) Get a cold one. I love it. (laughs) Do you have a beer any day but? I only drink on Christmas. Okay. Hey, it says a lot of folks. (laughs) It's true. I only drink on Christmas, baby. (laughs) Okay, so there you have lunch. What's next? And then it's dinner. I do an entire Pizza Hut pan crust cheese pizza. I eat the entire thing, a large pizza, with a pint of Jenny's ice cream. Wow. Yeah. Anything, do you have up until midnight? Yeah, pretty much. And then I'll just snack on whatever's hanging around. Until 11.59 and just filling it up? (laughs) Yeah. My family is impressed every year how it just doesn't affect me. I'll wake up the next day, go for a run. I can't believe you can eat that much. And you're not, yeah, you're not, you're also not sick? I never feel sick. I never feel bad. The next day is just normal. Do you look forward to it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) No meat, though, even then? No, no meat. I'll do cheese, but I just haven't had meat in like four years. I do that about every Wednesday. Meat? No, the purge. Oh, the purge. <laughs> exactly. Once a week for sure. I try. You know, I, I had to get some clothes like fit on me for American Idol and my pants size is up a bit. I think I've done, pr- done pretty well at doing fair cardio being in shape during the pandemic because I, I don't go to the gym anymore. Mm. 
but I haven't been as good as I would have been non-pandemic. And I can feel it a little bit. Can you tell me better? No. no, we cannot tell. You can, can't you? No, we cannot. No, and if we could tell, we wouldn't tell well, you. you. We would I would comment <laughs> yes, anyways. You I don't want to comment on your body. I like it. Um, when I look down, I see like my neck. <laughs> So I try not to look down on TV ever, even when I'm doing the Nat Geo show, because I see my neck fat come screaming out. That's true. That is true. I see it all the time. Well, Mike, I hope your purge day is awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Have you told your, your has your fiance been with you during a purge she day? She has not. This is the first one oh, she's wow. going to see. Oh, wow. I'm flip out. First purge oh. day. Now, does she eat like you all the time? Uh, she's vegetarian, but she'll have some stuff every now and then, and I'm like, eh, I'm good. But you guys can have the same kind of meal Yeah, culture. pretty close, yeah. Right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. There you go. <laughs> you heard one of Raymundo's commercials on the radio? Yes, and it starts off with him just saying, hey, what up, it's Susan Raymundo. Goes right into it, like just owning that, that nickname. Which, and, by the way, he gave both nicknames to himself. Yes, I know. I yes. was like, look at him. He's just going with it. And, and by then, the way, we all call him Raymundo. He said, this is my new nickname. And we said, yes, sir. Yeah. Would you like another? And I love that that's how he rolls into his spots. He didn't even say, this is Ray from the Bobby Bone Show, or this is Sizen Raymundo from the Bobby Bone Show. Nope. It was just Sizen Raymundo. And then he also referenced his wife in the commercial <laughs> simply as Bay. <laughs> like people, you know, are just supposed to know no, exactly what's happening. Right. And I was, I just, I thought it was awesome. Do you have a clip of this commercial? Yeah. I don't know if I referenced Bay in this one, but it is the Sizen Raymundo at the beginning. Okay. Hit it. Here you go. What up, y'all? It is Susan Raymundo from the Bobby Bone Show. Nope. In my sports book, you know it, action247.com. You did say I like to make money. Bobby Bone Show on that one, though. Yeah. Yeah, the one I heard was just straight up Susan Raymundo and then also Bay. I heard it too. Yeah. yeah. He's like, hey, you know who this is. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, you're really good at commercials, though, honestly. Very good. He really is. Yeah, they pit me for products I like to do. I gamble, so I talk about it. What other endorsements do you have? Uh, trying to do a car dealership. So right now we're at a short list of gambling and driving. Trying to do a car dealership? Yeah, we're pretty close. I believe so. You One of the sales ladies told me that, I mean, it's weeks away. They're ready to start paying more money now that the we're on the backside, hopefully, of the pandemic. That's what I've heard. That's what they tell me. And what kind of cars do you feel like you're good at talking about? Chevy. That's what the Trailblazer is. That's what I drive. Cizan Raimundo here. I love Chevy. Cizan <laughs> Raimundo out. Dang. I haven't got the copy points that yet. That was solid commercial. I'd pay for, I'd pay for that one. So that's what you have right now, just a gambling site? Yeah. Eddie, what do you have for your endorsements? I have a uh, car dealership, a Jeep dealership, because I drive a Jeep. Uh-huh. And then I also uh, do some national stuff, Bass Pro. I read for Bass Pro. Yeah. I did one for the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader show on CMT. You Dude, did? I am rolling right now. Did you get to talk to the cheerleaders? No, no, no. I just talked oh, about the man, premiere of their them. show. So you have Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, yeah, yeah. Bass Pro, yeah. Jeep. And West Rock Coffee. I read for them, too. Nice. Yeah. You making decent money off that? I mean, pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I just, I, I use all those products and all I have to do is just read 30 seconds about it. Easy as pie. Lunchbox, what do you have? I got Toyota Cool Springs. That's where we got my wife's vehicle. Uh, they were great. You can shop online and they'll deliver it right <laughs> to your door. It's amazing. ToyotaCoolSprings.com. I mean, wherever you're at, shop them. Uh, I got Planet Fitness and I'm uh, working on a little uh, daycare. Like building one? No, no, daycare. Like, uh, like the one where goes. your kid goes? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you insult them on our show? <laughs> yeah, interesting. No, 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 I never Did insulted you just them. Didn't you come me? in one day and say, 
Like they were like no 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 I said that farting they, on your baby no, or something no 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 I said they called me and they wanted me to come get the kid and I took a nap because I was tired and then I had to they got mad at me because I wasn't there within the hour because my kid was sick and I also said that's what it was that they sick. they sent a note saying that your child is it, like how can we get him to come out of his shell because he's very quiet and sits in the corner and reads a book and I wanted a DNA test so I didn't insult them I just told you what they said and mm, yeah. yeah. Okay, Amy. Gotcha. You want to read yours? Or do you, you have too many. To <laughs> Amy, Amy here's, 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 like, like, uh, here's the long uh, shit. <laughs> Amy's like, a, which page would you like me to start on over here? Yeah. Okay. Same with you. Yeah. Well. Okay. Uh, it's yeah. my show. And we I mean, do a lot together. Yeah. So. We do. We do do a lot together. Mm -hmm. That's why you should check We've out been Le doing Legacy, Legacy Box. Box. <laughs> Legacy. Oh, I mean, LegacyBox.com/slash/bones. That's right. We'll save you, save you a uh, bunch of money. Bunch of money right now. And also, we've been doing Ideal Image together for like 15 years. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. You know what? I, what uh, no, I, no more. <laughs> you've already missed kinetics. your spot. You've already kinetics. You guys you've already amazing. missed your spot. Yeah. Generative you cell therapy. Morgan, do you have any? Yeah, I do. I have Jeep dealership, Columbia. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, and then I have Wang Vision for LASIK, and I have Invisalign right now with Dr. Schmidt here in town. Oh, yeah. So I got I'll Logan Vision Center. Any, no, <laughs> see, forgot, you forget it. it. He's I, forgetting I, what he I, has. I mean, when she said uh, LASIK, I forgot about my LASIK. Okay. Anyway, Ray, good job with the commercials. Yeah! My recommendation. When are you going to stop being Sizen Raimundo? Uh, is, it, is the Sizen almost over? No, it's all, it's always been Sizen. I don't know. It's still popular. People still use it. They say sweater Sizen. Uh... Pumpkin spice latte season. If people still use it in their Instagram stories, I'm gonna still have it as my name. Which, to clarify for people, it means season, season means season, like a season. It's of the life. season of like, Raymundo. Mm -hmm. It's the season of pumpkin spice. And what about Raymundo? Because I met his parents, and he's not a Raymundo. No, Raymundo comes not. in with his 23 and Me. Yeah. He goes, "Hey, look, I'm 0.1% Hispanic. <laughs> I would like to be Raymundo." And we. The like little idiots. we're just like yeah, why not Raymond? I think of him as that. I talk about him. Yeah, you guys talked Raymundo today. Yeah, you do. All right, Raymundo, nice job. Thank you. Yeah, and my uh, family doesn't even know the Ray and Bay thing because Grandma was like, "Who's Bay?" I'm like, "Sorry, Grandma." Well, she must not subscribe to Gamble twenty four seven or whatever <laughs> that is. Bobby Bones, the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's thirty second skinny. Congratulations to Naomi Cook of Runaway June. She is engaged to her boyfriend, Martin Johnson. Matt Ramsey of Old Dominion dropped a Christmas song called It's Christmas and We're Still Here. I hope that Secret Santa's got it in his plans to help us put our pride and differences aside and share a little cheer before the chance disappears. Say, it's Christmas. Casey Musgraves is making her voice acting debut. She will be on the English language version of the animated film Earwig and the Witch, as well as perform the film's theme song, Don't Disturb Me. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Let me tell y'all about this 91-year-old man that lives in Rayford, North Carolina. I know right where that is. I used to live near there. And this guy, he's a Korean War veteran. So he's seen a lot in his day. 
He wants to give back to others this holiday season, so he walked into a Food Lion grocery store and wrote a $1,500 check for the store's Holidays Without Hunger program. Then he also wrote a $500 check for 100 prepackaged meal boxes, also a part of the program. And they say that this is the largest single donation by an individual in the program's 17-year history. Because you know people probably just donate when they're buying their groceries and they're like, oh yeah, you can have a dollar or five dollars, whatever. But he straight up walked in there wrote a check. He wanted to make a difference. No. Yeah, I know you just walk in and write a check. And by the way, I don't even write checks anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, me either. He does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, did I say his name? Oh, no, I didn't because he wants to remain anonymous. Okay. There you go. You, <laughs> you really lured us in there, Amy. All right. That's awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Atlanta, Georgia. A man was walking through Neiman Marcus when he went to adjust his pants and he accidentally hit the trigger of his gun and boom, shot himself in the leg. <laughs> How do you accidentally hit the trigger of your gun? If you have a gun, you should know, one, where the trigger is, and two, you should have your safety on too, right? Yeah, but he was adjusting his uh, waistband is what I they said. I don't care what you're <laughs> adjusting, but these guys aren't walking with their safety on, right? Correct. Like in the in the end, isn't this what this is? Idiots without their safety? Oh yeah. New name of the segment. Yeah. yeah. Idiots that don't have their safety on. <laughs> idiots that shouldn't have a gun to begin with, and then idiots who didn't have their safety on. And that's your idiot who didn't have their safety on story that okay, close it up, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox, that's your bonehead story of the day. Amy is in the lead four to zero as we play the first one to five. It's time for Amy versus Lunchbox. You can win the entire series in a sweep. It's never been wow. done before. Okay. So, Amy, you'll get three questions that Lunchbox should know the answer to, and then vice versa. Lunchbox will get three questions that Amy should know the answer to. Amy, you're up first. Here we go. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence start together in what film franchise about two detectives in Miami? That's not Lethal Weapon. Cop. Uh, cop, police, cop, uh, kindergarten cop, cop, bad boys. Correct. Wow. How do you, you had walk? one second left. It's like she's walking through town dodging cars. <laughs> <laughs> Bo Jackson is the only professional athlete in history to be named an all-star in what two sports? Baseball. Baseball, and I think I watched. Um, I think I watched a thirty for thirty on this or something, and I'm pretty sure it's baseball. Why do you say it like that? Baseball, <laughs> baseball, and football. Correct. Yep. Wow. A Jaeger bomb is a drink made by dropping a shot of Jaegermeister into typically what energy drink? Oh, a Red Bull. Correct. Three for three. Throw it back. Lunch lunchbox. <laughs> You need to get all three of these. Yep. I take one now, please. <laughs> I do think that was a great showing by you. I didn't know that you would get the bad boys or Bo Jackson. Good job. Welcome. All right. Thank you. Lunchbox, how many years of marriage does the golden wedding anniversary celebrate? Golden. How many years of marriage does the golden... Um, what do you do when you get golden? I mean... You can't make 100 years of marriage. That's impossible. 
because you, there's just no one that lives that long. So it had to be, I mean, 50 is a long time, so I'll go with 50. He says 50-50 is correct. Oh, good one. Wild, Cruel Intentions, and Four Christmases are movies starring what actress? Wild, Cruel Intentions, and Four Christmases star what actress? Uh, I believe on the front of Wild, it's a blonde chick. That's the one you know? I don't even know what Wild is. Anyway. I, don't either. I, I don't either. I've never seen it. I just think she's standing by a bus or something on the cover, but I don't even know. Oh, man, I'm going to go with this, and I think Four Christmases, I think I've seen it, and the blonde girl's in it is Reese Witherspoon. Correct. Wow. It's funny. Your final question. The Honest Company was founded... Jessica Alba, you don't even have to ask me. I know yeah. that, hottie. Correct. We have a tie. Yeah. Shoot. Amy, you'll get three questions. Lunchbox, you get three questions. You'll have your own score. If you tie, you tie. If you win, you win. <laughs> Amy, what's the primary color of the new PlayStation 5 console? What? I don't even know. A lot I of commercials even... out there. Amy, what's the primary color of the new PlayStation 5 console? Red? Incorrect. I don't know. Would you have known it? I think it's white. Yeah. No stealing, but oh, yeah. Oh, cute. What shark from Shark Tank has earned the Jekyll and Hyde spirited nickname, Mr. Wonderful? Which of the sharks is Mr. Wonderful? I don't watch the tank. The shark, shark tank. tank. Um, who's the one that owns the Mavericks or whatever? What's his name? I don't even know. His name. The, the guy that has a lot of money. Dallas Mavericks. Incorrect. Mark Cuban. It's, it's Kevin, Kevin, O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary. I don't even know who that is. Okay. Amy, Mr. Wonderful. when the weekend takes the stage for the halftime show at the Super Bowl, what city will the Super Bowl be in? Miami. Correct. One. Okay. One. Got one. Great. Lunchbox. Yep. What's the first name of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's baby boy? Um... Uh, um... Uh, Charlie. Incorrect. <laughs> Dale. You just need one to tie and extend the series. What is his name? The name is... Do you know it? I think so. Do I get a point? No. Oh, Henry? Archie. Oh, never mind. <laughs> no one knows that. Before, terrible name. <laughs> uh, before Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton became an item, who was she married to? Gavin Rossdale. Correct. Wow. They were in a band together called No Doubt. No, no, two no she was in No Doubt. Actually. He was in Bush. Oh, they weren't in the same band? No, good ah, try, dang though. It. Minus that one. <laughs> I was going to say Gavin DeGraw, so it's fine. I don't want to. For be. the win, Lunchbox. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I need one. I haven't had one. This, it's been brutal. Your wife has had two babies. She's been pregnant twice. Yeah, twice. So Seen sh- them both. You, you should know this. Sources say pregnant women are safe to eat sardines because it contains a great amount of what anti-inflammatory substance? What? Sources say pregnant women are safe to eat sardines. Because it oh. contains a great amount of what anti-inflammatory substance. Well, I'm going to say I have no idea because my wife has never eaten sardines. If she did, we'd probably break up. Divorce. Divorce. You're married, yeah. Break uh, up. <laughs> we probably wouldn't be going steady I don't, I don't anymore. Know what you're asking me, but I'm going to say amino acids. You're in the ballpark. I don't know what. Ish. Do you know what would you have thought? I have no idea. Omega three. Oh, oh, yeah. So. I don't know what that is. Well, we don't have a winner. We do have a tie. So, uh, hey, kiss sister. your sister over there. Yeah. All right. There you go. That is Amy versus Lunchbox. We'll play again soon. 
Eddie, what were you going to ask me? I was going to ask you about your Instagram. So you like teased on your Instagram story something about breaking news. I'm going to be back on Dance with the Stars. So what's the deal? Like, I don't understand. That was a joke. What? I, I was in, we were shooting American Idol. We have this new thing called a 180 screen that shows you all around. And I was dancing in there and I was like, coming back, the greatest of all time. I'm not the greatest of all time. I won, but I'm not very good. My bubbles burst. Yeah, I'm not going back. To, what? I'm, I'm, I've retired from dance. I believed you. I believed I that thought, you were doing okay. an all-star reunion. Like 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 Lunchbox talks about Johnny Bananas coming back to Road Rules. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what you were doing. No, I'm not. <laughs> if you're new to the show, two seasons ago, I won Dancing with the Stars. Some would say controversially. Controversially. Yes. Um, there was no controversy. I just, you don't have to win that show by being the absolute best dancer. It's like life. You have to be the best at what you do. You can be good at what you do and be good at working with folks. Yeah. Being somebody people root along with, root I think for. America loved you on that show. I hope. But no, I'm, I'm not going back. That was Dang just a joke. It. But I had a few people hit me up like, you're going back. And I was like, I guess no one thought this was a joke. No, dude, you dance. I was dancing horribly. News. That's why we didn't think we were going to get better all of a sudden. We just thought you were going to be on it. Okay, I'm not. Okay. With Christmas around the corner, just a reminder of what not to get someone for Christmas. One, the main thing. Yeah. A gift card that's under $25. Oh. Because they're the least likely to be used. Now, if you get someone like a Starbucks gift card somewhere, they go every day. Yeah, yeah, That's $5 a, little a different, drink. Right. But each year, a billion dollars in gift cards goes unused most people don't use them, A, before they expire, or B, since they're only like $10 on some of them, and some, it's like a clothing store, they're like, you know, I'm not going to use this yet. I, I'm mm. not going to go to the clothes. I can't afford to go to the clothing store yet. So they say the thing to not do is get someone a gift card under $25. If it's not something that you're buying things for under $25. Sure. Because it's like, hey, I got you a, a $5 gift card to the Porsche dealership. <laughs> Thank you. What do you? I'll what are you add gonna, this to what the are you total. Buy there. Uh, glad you guys are here tomorrow. Let me say this. I'm pretty pumped about this. My buddy Brett Eldridge will be in around this time, maybe at this time specifically. Yeah, to perform in a tuxedo. Yes. Singing Christmas songs. So Brett Eldridge in tomorrow here, Bobby Bone Show. Glad you guys uh, can listen today, and I think you'll like that tomorrow. Hey, let me mention Chuck Wicks' podcast because he has Carly Pierce on, and they go into her divorce, and it's a good interview. And, you know, especially over the holidays when all your favorite shows, including us, will be off a little bit, go listen to a pod- find a podcast you like. And if you love country music, check out Talk to Chuck with Chuck Wicks. By the way, his first show since he had his baby, Tucker. So there you go. Chuck Wicks, country star himself, talking to other country stars. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Bobby filling in for Amy, who had to step out. Here we go. Here are six holiday traditions we may get rid of for good after 2020. And I'm going to tell you, I read the list, and mostly I thought, well, after 2020, I'm going to do these more. Huh. Because they said get rid of because we're going, well, we don't need them. But I'm just itching to do some of this stuff now. All right, let's see. Number five, having big groups of guests come over. Let's go. <laughs> I never wanted people in my house. This is your dream let's list. Pa- let's party, though, now, at least for a little bit. We couldn't even have our Christmas party. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's a bad. Di- we're just trying to be responsible here. Number four, waking up early. Listen, I would co-sign that one. <laughs> we just have a show uh-huh. that happens to be early. But if our bosses are listening right now, by any chance iHeartRadio, Premier Networks, or syndication company. We'd love for the same amount of money <laughs> to do afternoons. 
Yeah. We're just later in the day, a couple hours. We're better at that time. Yeah, yeah, we're so funny. <laughs> like, we leave at noon, we're cracking each other up. <laughs> but, but, for the same money. Wanna be paid the same. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number three, dressing up. You know, don't hate it. I have clothes that I just, they're just sitting in the closet. Mostly shoes. I was a big shoe guy. But 2020 kind of killed that because you don't wear them anywhere. Yeah. Number two, so much traveling. I would like to go somewhere. Me too. And then number one, big, complicated dinners. I don't know about the complicated part, but I'd like to have dinner with friends. <laughs> Who wants a complicated you know, dinner? What, what does that even mean, a complicated <laughs> dinner? So mostly they're saying those are things that people will be getting rid of because they don't need them. However, I see that as a list of things I mostly want to do now yeah. that I never wanted before. Costco is selling a gigantic $800 bottle of champagne for New Year's. Why? What's what? Like Dom? Well, it's one of those really big bottles. Oh, it's first like of physically all. big. So it's a giant bottle of, and a, it's pronounced Verve Cleoco. Oh, yeah. The bottle is six liters, which is more than one and a half gallons. It'll <laughs> set you back $830. This is actually a pretty bad deal. A regular 750 milliliter bottle costs about $60 at wine.com. So, really, <laughs> I'm doing the math here. If you were just to pour all the little bottles into a big bottle, yeah. $480 will get you there, but it's the novelty of that big old bottle. Not worth it. $830 to buy it. A woman plunges to her death in front of a family at the perfect selfie spot. This is a PSA. Guys, be responsible with your selfies. I, too, we were at the Grand Canyon, and I was like, you know how cool it would be to get a picture really close to the edge? And I thought of all these stories yes, that, you read that I talk about on the air and go, guys, this easily could be us. Mm-hmm. Be a train coming. Let's get a cool picture before the train gets here. Just stand on the train. Yeah, it sounds stupid, trivial when I say it now, but there's always, there's been a couple times in all of our lives that we've been like, ooh, this probably isn't the safest place to take a picture, right? Yeah. A weekend family outing turned bad after a mom fell off a cliff oh, while they were no. trying to take a photo. Oh. It's, it's a terrible story, and I'm not going to go into the super details of it, but to say, friends, you're listening to me right now. I consider you a friend. Be careful with your pictures. Would isn't you say it, the picture's not worth it? I mean, unless you see a really good one. <laughs> no, but isn't it weird this has to actually be a conversation yes. now? Yes, but you got to understand the temptation when you're in mm-hmm. a spot like that. You're like, this is absolutely perfect. I need this picture for my Instagram. It happened to me, you know? At Grand Canyon. I was like, Kaylin, we can get the craziest picture. Did you take that picture? No, no. Uh, there are no rails. Sure. You can just walk in the Grand Canyon and die. Yeah, risky. No, but we didn't. Um, obviously. A couple who met on Bumble during coronavirus now is expecting triplets. Ooh. Which, by the way, they work quick. Wow, was that March? It, listen, it can be whatever, Dang. but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they met. They and met, and then they triplets. met. Yeah. Okay. A couple who fell in love during the lockdown are thrilled to be expecting identical triplets. Megan and Clayton were smitten from the start. <laughs> they connected. They did a Socially distanced walk, and then I guess what they did soon after was not socially distanced. Correct. Because it's not possible. We officially became a couple June of 2020. June, July, August, September, October. That's fast, man. That's six months they've been together. That's fast. And if they're announcing it, so they got pregnant about three months in probably. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations to the happy couple. <laughs> yes, yes. If you're looking to watch something on Christmas Day with family, or if you need a great film to unwind from the holidays, let me recommend Soul. Yeah. On December on December twenty fifth, you can stream Pixar's Soul on Disney Plus. Now, I've been waiting for this because it was supposed to be released a long time ago. It was, and we've been this waiting. This was one of the Corona delays. One of those, yes. Oh. Uh, Jamie Fox, 
voices Joe Gardner, a middle school band teacher whose true passion is playing jazz. Tina Fey is also in it. So I think it'll be cool. I love music. What type of music, Eddie, for you has had the most impact on you? What type of music? Uh, rock and roll. Just rock. Because, I mean, I've been listening to that since I was young, young with my brother. And that was really what got me into music. Just classic rock. For me, it's that hybrid of country and alternative. Yeah. Because I was a kid in small town Arkansas. Nothing talked about where I was from. And country music did that. Although they didn't talk to me at, in my, at my age of 11 or 12, but they did talk to me going, hey, I know where you're from. You're yeah. a, rural, a rural person just like me. And that's when you're trying to understand who you are too. So that was perfect for but you. But alternative music spoke to all my angst. Yeah. And my anger. And and you were so sad all of a sudden, and I was just right? Like, oh, you didn't man. know why. And I was, I was grunge <laughs> accidentally. I was what just poor. Before oh, it was yeah. called grunge, it was called being poor. Yeah, your clothes were already like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, stream Soul on Disney Plus, December 25th. By the way, no extra charge. It's available to anyone that has Disney Plus. Very cool. So it's not like one of those movies where they're like, hey, get it on there and then pay $29.99. Yeah. Um, there you go. Finally, Kelly Clarkson told Garth Brooks that his song, The Dance, has been therapeutic during her divorce. It even inspired her to write her own song about the breakup. She's been going through a lot. Which, by the way, I saw this clip on her show and they were singing it together. It was really cool. Here's a clip where Kelly and Garth sing the dance. How are lives better left to chance? I could have missed the pain, but I'd have had to miss the dance. Oh, yeah. The clip there, too, is where she got emotional because she sang pretty much mm-hmm. the whole song with him. Thought it was great. You want to see the clip, we'll put it up on our Facebook page. There you go. I'm Bobby, filling in for Amy. That's Pile of Stories. Thank you. That was Amy's Pile of Stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. This lady, Lynn, and her family were moving from Georgia to Alaska where their husband was stationed in a military base. So she drives all the way, and she's in Canada only problem is snow gets too deep. She's like, I can't drive in this. She pulls over at a little lodge, puts a plea out on Facebook, and some Canadian dude's like, I'll be right there. His wife drops him off. He drives her the rest of the way to Alaska, and then people, good Samaritans, get him all the way back to his home in Canada. Dang. Now, my question is, I didn't know you could drive to Alaska. Well, you have to drive through Canada. <laughs> I didn't know they were connected. <laughs> what huh. do you think Alaska is? An island. Like Hawaii? Yep. Honestly, you did not know. Thought of, you thought just because on the map you don't see it connected to anything really. Correct. Did you really think Sarah Palin could see Russia from her? No, back but I, I I had no idea that they were actually connected. Uh. Like they they were landlocked. And, I had no and idea. You've been there, right? Have I've s- I've been there. What about a map? Have you seen a map? <laughs> yeah, and it's not touching anything. Touching Canada. <laughs> but, but it is. In world maps, which I bet you've seen all of North America, it is uh, touching yeah. it. Like I guess I don't really ever look at a world map. I always just see the little square where it has Hawaii and Alaska and the squares <laughs> by themselves. Oh, that is true. I mean, yeah, but, but when I read this story. Amy, we, can't, we can't say that's okay. We no, when I read this story, I, I was like. He's a 39, 38-year-old man. 39, and when I read this story, I was like, it didn't happen this way because you can't drive to Alaska. Well, <laughs> you can. You must go America, Canada. Uh, Take a left, go to Alaska, <laughs> but you can. Yeah, so shout out Gary Bath from Canada. He's the one that gave the ride, and I'm I'm just I learn something new every day. Hey, Scuba Steve, are we on? 
in Canada yet? Or excuse me, in Alaska yet? Yeah, we're on in uh, uh, Anchorage. Awesome. What up, Anchorage? Yeah. And we're on in Canada, too. So you can go all the way up. You're going to Canada all the way up. I was thinking north to Alaska. Go north the rushes. What? You haven't heard that one? Yeah, no. (laughs) All right. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, friends. Good morning. Let's do the morning corny. We'll all be sharing a joke today since Amy had to leave. So around the room we go. Here we go. The morning corny. Eddie? Okay. What did the sleep-deprived criminal need? What did the sleep-deprived criminal need? A rest. <laughs> you get it? You're yeah. under of course I get Sorry, it. Just check it. Of course I get it. <laughs> Raymundo, read yours. What is red, white, and falls down chimneys? What is red, white, and falls down chimneys? A Santa klutz. Yeah! All right. Lunchbox, save us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why does Snoop Dogg love giving gifts? Why does Snoop Dogg love giving gifts? He's really good at rapping! <laughs> okay, very good. <laughs> All right, over, over to Morgan. Morgan, what do you have? What is the wettest kind of animal in Santa's workshop? What's the wettest kind of animal in Santa's workshop? A reindeer. Oh, oh, rain. That's good. And finally, Eddie, you were the only one not to do a Christmas joke. I know. I don't know why. The criminal. There's a bunch of criminals during Christmas, too. Watch out for them. He's like Porsche Pirates, you know? (laughs) Stealing all the gifts, you know? (laughs) Who is Santa's favorite male singer? Oh, you want me to repeat that? Well, I need somebody. Nobody's talking back. Who is Santa's favorite male singer? Elvis Presley. Thank you. See, I kind of like that Thank one. you. Morning cornies. There you go. Hit it. That was the morning corny. Let me give you a couple crazy animal stories. There was a woman in Florida who found a raccoon hiding in her Christmas tree. Oh. Imagine that. You wake up in the morning and you're like, what's that? <laughs> Honey. And it's a raccoon. I wonder if she brought it home with her. So her dog was going nuts. She thought it was a cat at first. It turns out it got into the house through a doggy door. Oh, wow. And then saw the tree and thought it was outside. Here's the audio of her, quote unquote, confronting the raccoon. Here you go. No, it's not a cat. What is that? Is that a squirrel? Oh, it's a raccoon. No! That made it. There's my beautiful tree. There's the raccoon. Ah, that's so funny. That's hilarious. She uh, chased the raccoon around her house for about an hour. <laughs> it finally, an hour. It finally went back outside by using the doggy door that it had to use to enter the sure, house. Sure, yes. Uh, her advice now after this is to call animal control. Yeah, and not deal with it yourself. Not just chase it around, scream. <laughs> so funny. Here's another animal story. A Florida golfer snatches his golf ball off an alligator's tail. Ooh. A golfer in Florida hit a ball that landed on the tail of an alligator. So he crept up and snatched it back. Listen to the splash as the gator reacts by darting the other way into a nearby pond. Here you go. It's going to whip you with that tail, dude. Oh, my God. Uh, What are they thinking? (laughs) No, it's it's a ball. It's gone. I know they wanted the video. Sure. But the risk-reward. 
if that gator pops you, you're going to lose arm or a hand mm-hmm. or your life. Look at that thing. It's on the tail of the gator. <laughs> that gator's probably seven feet tall. Yeah, it's a big or, gator. I guess long. Long. Not tall, it's like eight inches tall. It's like standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like eight <laughs> inches tall. But it's like seven feet long. An undercover cop dressed as Santa and his elf fight crime at a California shopping center. I love it. Well, let me tell you the story and tell you the first thing that popped in my head. Cops dressed as Santa Claus and his elf jumped into action when they saw a car being stolen. Yes. The undercover police officer and detective were outside a busy shopping center on Thursday as part of a holiday enforcement program where they saw three men stealing a Honda CRV in the parking lot. Two suspects ran when they saw the police, but they were caught. Another suspect resisted arrest. They kind of got into a little... They got them. But think about this. If you're a kid... And you see Santa and Elf, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they're pulling guns and beating somebody up. Yeah. You're like, well, I better be good, huh, Mom? All <laughs> right. He, mean, he means he's serious when he says you better be nice <laughs> and not naughty. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Let's go over to the phones. Sarah is on. Hey, Sarah, where do you live? Hey, Bobby. I am in Arkansas. Well, love to talk to you. You are, to me, a unicorn because I don't know anyone in my life that has gotten the coronavirus vaccine, but you have. Yes. I got it yesterday at work, and I wasn't expecting to. It just, I was told I could go get it, so I did. (laughs) Wow. So I'm assuming you don't work, you know, at KB Toys? Like you probably work at a hospital or something? Yes, I do work at a hospital. So they just show up with a box of of, of vaccines and say, all right, you guys are up. Is that what happened? Kind of. They, it was a big deal. They gave the first vaccine, and, you know, the news was there and everything, and they had it all set up in a special room. Um, but when I went down there, there was no line. I just walked in, and they checked me in and gave me some information. And I got the shot, and I left. It was it felt like just getting a flu shot, honestly. Okay. Did it hurt, first up? <laughs> the actual shot did not hurt. My arm hurts today, though. Okay. So when I get a flu shot the next day, my shoulder is sore, and I get one every year. Is it on par with what happens with a normal flu shot or is it a bit more sore? No, it's just about the same. Okay, that I can handle. Okay, now, (laughs) they say with that shot, because you got one of two, is that correct? Yes. Did you feel anything, and do you feel anything now as far as symptoms? Because they say it, it may, you may feel a little bit sick for a while. They did tell me I could get a fever and to take Tylenol if I need to. I had a headache last night. Mm. I've been tired today, but I have a baby, so that's nothing new for me. And they actually have a thing where you sign up online and they text you every day and ask for your symptoms. Did you reply back and say, hey, I got a little headache, got, but I got a baby? You know, did you do that same little? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. I yeah, did- they, uh, they ask, you know, if it hurts where you got it, if you have like a rash where you got it, and then just general symptoms and if they're mild, moderate, or severe. They're like, uh, have you grown a tail by any chance? Uh, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> just right. checking. Uh, <laughs> and are, is, do you have a, do you, do you live with someone, husband, boyfriend, any of that? Yes, I live with my husband and my baby. Okay, so is your husband like, hey, how do I get one? If you have one, I need one. No, I don't think he cares as much as I did about it, honestly. I was really excited to get it. So, like I said, there wasn't a line or anything, which surprised me. I think a lot of people are still apprehensive about it. Did they check an ID, meaning if I just show up to a a hospital in scrubs, any chance I can just (laughs) get a shot? No, they definitely checked my ID and, like, I was entered into a system and all of that. I can't wait to get it, right? Like, I'm I'm fully on board. If I need to even be someone that does it publicly so others say, oh, if Bobby does it, 
I'll do it. Because listen, I'm scared of everything. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's what right. my whole new TV show is about. Me being scared of everything and doing <laughs> it. So I'm scared of everything. And mm-hmm. I am fully comfortable with getting the vaccine. Can't wait to get the vaccine. How do you feel about that, Sarah? Did you feel pretty good about it even before you knew you were going to get it? Yes. They actually asked me a few weeks ago if I wanted it because they knew they would be getting it soon, probably. And I said yes, because eventually everyone's going to get it. I would rather have vaccine side effects than COVID personally. And I'm ready for the pandemic to be over. So give me the shot. Boy, amen. Aren't we all? (laughs) And I think it'll be over once we responsibly make it be over. Not just go, you know what? It's over. You know, there's, there's a difference in how we, we responsibly beat this. And we are on that path. Okay, Sarah, you are uh, fantastic to talk with me about this. I think it's really great that you got it and you'll talk about it. Have you seen COVID upticks at your hospital right now? Honestly, about the same as it has been, but it definitely hasn't gotten better. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much. And thanks for doing what thanks, you do. Bobby. It is such a selfless job. Let me just brag on you for a second, even though I've never met you except I'm talking to you right now. The fact, what, what is your nursing specialty? What do you do every day? I do nutrition, actually. And, and what does that entail? You're, you get up and you do what with who? I, I go to patients and I basically assess their nutritional needs in the hospital, which, especially when they have COVID, is super significant. Look at you, exposing yourself to COVID. Not, not right. I mean, you're wearing the, the gear, but you're in there. You're, you're working with people that are sick, that are hurt. And I'm going to be honest. You ain't making enough money, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. And so for you to do that, she, she, no, she laughs. She's like, she's like, yeah, you're right Amen. about that. I'm not going to say that out loud, but you're right about that. For you to do that, and I'm talking to you, Sarah, I'm talking to every nurse, every healthcare professional out there that's working way too hard for the money they make, but they're doing it anyway because they love it and they love people. Like, thank you. So, Sarah, thank you very much, and thank you for your story. Thank you, Bobby. Love and, y'all. What's up with that baby, by the way? How's that going? Oh, he's great. He's three months old. and Woo! I mean, we have our days, but it's fun. What is it like the first week of having a baby? It is all a blur, and all you want to do is take a nap. (laughs) But you can't. Correct. You cannot because they do not want to take a nap. (laughs) But did you and your husband switch off and take naps, or do you both have to stay up? Or is he gone? We switched off, and my mom stayed with us. Mm. So honestly, it takes a team. Like, have, have people help you, for sure. Did you name your baby after anyone in your life, or how'd you pick a baby name? We picked a baby name just off of like an app. They actually have an app called Kinder. It's like Tinder, but with baby names. What in the world? You just, <laughs> they all date. Yeah, really you cool. just swipe right and swipe left, and then you match with your husband or whoever you're doing it with and helps you pick out a name. That's so, hilarious. This is, I haven't heard about this. This is amazing. So you're telling me that you both get on the app on your different phones, right? Mm-hmm. And you go through a list of yes. names, and the ones that you like – it compares them, and it's like, you've liked these six names out of 1,000. You both like that name. That's a great idea. And it's literally like Tinder where it pops up, and you swipe left, or you swipe right. No, I get it. I just wouldn't say it was literally like Tinder, because I'm telling you, <laughs> over on Tinder, there's some bad stuff happening. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Listen, I, I feel like I could talk to you all day. I like talking to you. Sarah, thank you very much. Well, I hope you have a great day and um, have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that good stuff. And hopefully I'll talk to you again next year, okay? Thanks, y'all too. All right. Bye. Bye, Sarah. There she is. That's that's fun, huh? That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's cool to hear that. First take. Here are your top three songs in country music this week. At number three, Blake and Gwen, Happy Anywhere. I'm running wide open. I was born with my feet in motion. 
And number two, John Party. I love this song. Ain't always the cowboy. Oh, yeah. It ain't always the cowboy. It ain't got a lot of hang around. Ain't got no set of down in their boots. And number one, Chris Lane, Big Big Plans. She don't know I got some big, big plans. That's your number one song, country music this week. Your number one rock song is from Foo Fighters called Shame Shame. Still doing it, huh? Still Gosh. doing it, yeah. Uh, in hip-hop, Lil Baby featuring 42 Doug, We Paid. <laughs> I'm just getting a little too old. I mean, I, I feel me getting too old. It was a slow thing, and then it came on all at once. I got a friend of mine that works in hip-hop, and he wanted to have lunch today. I said, I can't, dude. I got the baby. because that's funny. I usually hear I have, I'm with the Lil Baby. The Lil Baby? <laughs> like, I still love hip-hop. Even 2000s, even early 2010s. Yeah. But it just doesn't speak to me anymore. Mm, all right. But shout out Lil Bay feature 42 Doug. We Come paid. on. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of my Christmas gift to Caitlin on my Instagram. My Instagram is at Mr. Bobby Bones. And she loves a fireplace. And I have no interest in a fireplace. So when we bought this house, I didn't look for a fireplace. And she was like, man, one day I'd like to have a fireplace or a fire pit outside. Yeah. And so I really, and I, I've told part of the story on the air. I was like, okay, I'm going to surprise her. I'm going to get, we're going to leave because we were in California for a couple weeks doing a bunch of work over there and doing radio, but doing a lot of uh, TV stuff too. And so I, I had a guy come out and build a really awesome fireplace while we were gone. And the goal was to surprise her when we got back. Well, we were looking at TikToks on my phone one night and a text comes on and goes, Oop, hey, the fireplace, can, I can have it done by the 15th. Ugh. And she sees uh. the text. And she tried to act like she did in it mm-hmm. first because she knew that she accidentally saw something that was going to spoil her gift. But I said, did you see it? And she was like, yeah. So I had to go, okay, I'm building your dream fireplace out there. And so she knew it was coming. We got home yesterday. It's awesome. There's a big red bow on it. You've Amazing. seen it. Yeah, yeah I you... saw the picture. Amazing. And so. It's not a fire pit. It's not a fire no, no, pit. No, that's it, a and again, firehouse. It's up Mr. Bobby Bones <laughs> on, awesome. on Instagram. Um, but here's what happened. We were talking about that because me, Mike D, Caitlin, and Tom, who kind of works on my, my my team, we were living in that house, and we were telling the story about how she discovered that gift. And he, he was like, well, you got to get her something else. And I was like, well, I, I did. And he goes, what'd you get her? And I said, let me show you a picture. And so I showed him a picture. And Caitlin was on the other side of the Here room. Here we go. I showed him a picture. Playing I, with fire I, again. I, I zoom in. And again, the back of the phone... Is to Caitlin's face, so she can't see it. He has glasses on. She's, oh my god! She sees it in his glasses. What? So and, now she knows what that is. Yeah. So you have to get her another one. Well, she. Uh, <laughs> I go broke. It's like she has ten gifts later. She goes, I can see that. I said, What was it? She goes, The jacket. And I was like, there Are you, you kidding me? I was so irritated. We were playing heads up at the house. You know the game on your phone. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's a fun down, game. That I just checked out. I was like, Guys, I got to go. Just hang out by myself for about an hour. <laughs> I was so disappointed, but she doesn't know exactly what the jacket is. We'll wait on that one, but she's figured out both the gifts, which wow. is so annoying. I will tell you, Heads Up's fun, though, huh? It's a lot of fun. Me and Mike D Did played. Did you win? Of course well, you won. here's the thing. I didn't play the first night, and Caitlin and Tom won every game. And they were like, Mike D's the only guy who didn't win a game last night. I was like, fine, I'll, I'll play with Mike this, this night. 
We never lost. We dominated. What them. boy? There we go. It was, but but she is extremely competitive, like I am. Mm-hmm. Wasn't. We're not the best to compete against each other because we're so fiery and competitive. <laughs> but you guys don't fight fight after the game's over, right? It's just kind of like no. But she pulled me aside because <laughs> we were, we were going from heads up to playing another game of Hughes and Clues. Yeah, you guys have been playing that a lot. Hughes too. and Cues, yeah, which we played every night. So fun. And because we can do nothing in California, we, we were in California. It's all shut down. Yeah, so that's why we're playing games all night. And so, or she, else you'd be partying at the club. Yeah, we'll be on Sunset yeah. Strip. <laughs> I don't even know where the Sunset Strip is. <laughs> yeah, if we gave you money and say find it, you couldn't find We'd it. We'd be on 90210. <laughs> <laughs> but she pulls me aside. She goes, you know, sometimes when we play games against each other, I want to punch you in the face. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, that's cute. She goes, no, really. She <laughs> 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 <Just> wasn't joking. <laughs> <laughs> so I did see this, speaking of Christmas, on the B-Team Facebook page, which I don't and we don't run. But I'm fascinated with how really nice that they are to each other. Yeah. Because on our show page, we post a lot of great content, but people fight a lot. Yeah, this page is very positive. This Laura Britt wrote on there, Y'all have me crying. Thank you so much for the generosity. I have no idea who to thank because the gifts are coming in anonymously. She had posted her story in her Amazon wish list up there, and the B team started filling her list. Oh, wow. She wrote, Christmas is hard every year with six kids, but 2020 has given a hard new meaning. I posted my kids' Amazon wish list in a post last week and didn't expect to really receive anything. The gifts will be going under the tree from the B team. And I promise you, even my youngest knows what that means. Love you guys. Thanks again. Here you go, B team. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. Never cease to amaze me. By the way, people say, how do I become a B team member? You just say it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone trusts you. Yeah. you. You listen to the show. You know, you look out for other people. That's pretty much the only two rules. That you listen to the show and you look out for others. And you're, you're hashtag B team. So I just wanted to mention that too. Hope everybody's having a pretty good holiday here. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Patrick Martins is 64 years old. He's a custodian at Kimball Elementary School in Kimball, Minnesota. And he goes to the doctor and the doctor says, man, your kidney is failing. We need to get you a new kidney. Do you know anyone that could be a match? He says, no, I don't. And his daughter says, well, let me go to Facebook, Dad. You know, people find matches like that all the time. So she did, and he's kind of at work and doesn't realize that his help's going to come from the school. A third grade teacher there saw the Facebook post and said, oh, my gosh, I know him. He's our custodian. I will donate my kidney. She was a match, and now they're going to do it. Love it. Two amazing things in this story. One, that they work together so closely and they were able to help each other and they were a match. Yeah. The other amazing thing is the amount of times Eddie said the word kidney in one story. You know, he uh, needs a new kidney. That's yes, why I said I've that. Heard. <laughs> you said kidney so many times, my ears are ringing here. And now Aaron, the third grade teacher, she's going to give him a new kidney. Okay, yeah, we get it. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Kidneys for everybody. Yeah. The word kidney. That's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's now time for the news. Here we go. Bobby's Big Story. The story of the dad that got this tattoo because his son had a birthmark and felt self-conscious about it. Oh, wow. But it's not like a small birthmark. I would say it goes from about six inches above the nipple down to about six inches from the waistline. Wow, that's big. And it makes a, like a teardrop, a big teardrop. And so a dad went above and beyond to help his son feel more confident. Derek Prue Sr., of Alberta, Canada, spent 30 hours getting a tattoo replica of his son's birthmark, wow. which covers a significant part of his chest. Prue told CBC News that he decided to get the tattoo when he noticed that his son wouldn't go swimming without a shirt on. And he was like, what's up? 
He was like, I don't like it. And so it took six to eight weeks to complete this. Wow. I love if that, that doesn't make you like a little bit emotional. That's so cool. Here's the, do you see the picture of the dad? Yeah, said, well, yeah, I just saw it. We'll put it up on our Facebook page. Search Bobby Bones Show and you can see it. Let's do some more news. Bobby's other story. Netflix has released a report on the most watched content of the year. Ah, viewing of foreign language titles is up over 50%. Eddie, I know you like to watch these nutty movies that mm-hmm. you don't know what they're saying. Of course. The Platform. Do you watch it? No. Barbarians. No. Rogue City. Negative. All right. <laughs> None of the above. Okay, here you go. We also spent twice as much time watching documentaries. Yeah. So I'll read you these. I'll do these with you. Tiger King. Yes. Yes. Killer Inside the Mind of Aaron Hernandez. Yes. Yes. American Murder, The Family Next Door. Yes. I don't know what that is. Woo, so no. Some guy out of Colorado took his whole family out. Really? Yeah, crazy. What's the doc, what's the thing? Do, do you know? I don't remember the news story, but it's re- the way it's, I really liked about it is that the cops, all their co- their uh, webcams or whatever, they kind of compiled all that, and that's how they used some of the footage of when they first interviewed the guy and just the process of kind of breaking the case as it happens. It's pretty crazy. Do you know the whole time that the guy did it? No. Oh, you? Oh, are we spoiling it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, it's a new story. I remember talking to Lunchbox about it. He's like, oh, I remember exactly when that happened. Dang. So I don't know if I spoiled it or not. The last one is The Social Dilemma. No, did you, you saw that one, right? I did. Everybody's like, you got to see it. I already knew all that stuff. Yeah. I'm thankful they can send me good ads. They're watching me. <laughs> they know what I want. I you, get, you appreciate it. I get this. good Instagram ads because of it. Um, on the reality TV side, did you watch Flora's Lava? No, uh, yes. I watched half not, one episode. Not a lot, but yes. How about Love is Blind? Yes. Yeah. Boy, I ate that up. Yeah, that was great. And then I felt dumber because of it. And I was like, why did I watch that so religiously? But I liked it while it was on. Bones, I still keep in, in track, see what they're, if they're still together. That The, what, little, that, the yeah, little guy just got engaged. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yes, I know. It's cool. Yeah. Um, too Hot to Handle? No. I didn't watch that either. Let's see. Romantics. Romantic movies are up. Okay. Kissing Booth 2? Nope. Mm-mm. Princess Switch switched again? <laughs> nope. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. I definitely mean, no, yeah, uh, And to, uh, to all the boys, P.S. I still love you. No. No. Okay. And finally, uh, here you go. Hubie Halloween. Uh-uh. The Wrong Missy. Yes. Good? That's good. That's the David Spade one. Space Force. No. I liked Space Force. You did? Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, so there you go. You know what I watched? I watched the first episode of Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. I saw, yeah, is that good? I'm going to say right now, yes. I think it has the potential to be great. Hey, if you like the first episode, that's a win. Yeah, I know. And I, I like it. I don't love it because it didn't have enough time to do a 30-minute show. What's that about? I liked it a lot. It has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a, He coaches football at Wichita State. Mm. And so, which by the way, I know the Shockers and the basketball team, I don't even know. Do they have a football team? Yes, they do have a football team. They do? Yes. I, we've no. never been to, to a football team. They don't? Event. No, they don't. Okay, I didn't oh. think so. Okay, the Morgan Wichita native here. So, so it's a fictional story, but they hire him to go over and coach a Premier League soccer team. Oh, that's who is that? Jason. Jason. Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not gonna tell you why they did it, but it's. I think it has potential to be really good. Is that on Apple? Is it? Okay. You know, I get all my show. There, it's like channels uh-huh. now. Like we used to be. So on channel four, channel seven. <laughs> right. Okay. But now it's like, is that on Netflix or Hulu? Uh-huh. I only got that one. Crap. That's exactly what it's like. Can I use your password? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do one more news story. Here you go. 
Bobby's other big story. A woman returns a $3,000 engagement ring because it is, quote, too cheap. Oh, my. Come on. She reportedly wants a ring that costs 10% of her partner's salary. It seems the rules for how much to spend on an engagement ring aren't dead yet, at least to some. A woman's a woman reportedly returned her engagement ring because it didn't cost 10% of a salary. The ring, which is made out of white gold with diamonds and sapphire, cost the man $3,000. She says he should have spent around 15000 on it. <laughs> Here, let me say this, and I know it's easy to jump on her because he, that's a crappy thing to do. Yeah. He knows she's like this. You don't get engaged yeah, to someone and not know the core of that person. Mm-hmm. Or you would think, right? This is a, She's not perfect in every way, then all of a sudden, this she's like, you know what, I've been great, but except for this, yeah. you need to spend more on the ring. This has been part of her character the whole time. <laughs> so we can look at her and go like, you know, that's not cool, because that's not cool. However, I think he's probably cultivated this her her reaction. Yeah, he knew he knew it was coming. He knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Of course. But yeah, not good girl. <laughs> it's, it's just a it's just it's a, a bad uh, person. Yeah, you can't do that. It, it's just not cool. That's it. That's the news. Thank you very much. Close it up. Bobby's big story. Eddie, what'd you think of The Santa Claus, which is my favorite Christmas movie? All right, I made it a family movie night, so we all watched it as a family, and the kids had already seen it, so it was more about me watching it for the first time. Bones, one of the classics. I got to put it up there. It's no Christmas story. It's no It's a Wonderful Life. But I can't believe I've never watched this. It's great. I even think it's more of, there's a Christmas movie, whatever, but I think it's more about believing, you know? Like a lot of us, we doubt a lot of stuff. Hey, this is about believing in Christmas and believing that Tim Allen is the real Santa Claus. I loved it, dude. I'm going to give it four milk and cookies out of five. And this is prime Tim Allen time, too. Yeah, I know. When he was killing it, everything. I- I'll tell you why I gave it four and not five. Okay. Special effects. Kind of, come on, man. Well, come on. You can't. That's like going Star Wars 1978. I'm not going to give it five. <laughs> I mean, the lasers didn't look real. I mean, even all the kids were like, come on. This is not real. <laughs> it was made in the 90s, wasn't it? 94. Yeah. <laughs> 1990. What do you want? Four out of five. Okay. I'm going to give you the title and the plot to a movie. You tell me if it's a real Hallmark Christmas movie or one that. We just made up. Oh, gosh. Eddie, Lunchbox, Morgan, number two. You'll all have a guess here. Here we go. The movie's called A Little Christmas Charm. The discovery of a lost charm bracelet leads a jewelry designer and an investigative journalist to try to return it to its owner before Christmas. Hmm. A Little Christmas Charm, meaning a charm bracelet that was lost. Lunchbox? That's false. I never heard of it. Eddie? No, there's a lot I've never heard of, but I can't say it's false. I, I, I'm i going to go with true because it's the title just sounds so good. A Little Christmas Charm. Yeah. Huh. Morgan? Plot sounds familiar from Hallmark, so I'm going to go with true. <laughs> it is a real Hallmark yeah. movie. Yeah. That's right. I would not watch that one. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but I like the title, though. A Little Christmas Charm. Okay, here's the next one. Small Town, Big Christmas. Here we go. Rachel Big. Get it? Big Christmas? Yes, I got it has been living in Los Angeles trying to make it as a movie star. Her family convinced her to fly home to Wisconsin for Christmas where she meets the new guy they hired at their dairy farm. Small town, big Christmas. Is that a Hallmark movie or just make it up? Lunchbox. Uh, That sounds like Sweet Home Alabama and you just renamed it so it's false. Oh. (laughs) Dang, he might have got you on that one. I was going to say true because the whole dairy farm and Wisconsin... It all makes sense to me. Go true. Morgan? 
watched a lot of Hallmark movies, but I have not seen this one, so I'm going with false. It is false. Dang Woo! it. Morgan's got an advantage because she's the one actually watching all these. She watches all of them. She's like, that came on at 7.30 last Tuesday. <laughs> okay. Morgan's in the lead, two to one, to one. This one is called Finding Mr. Right Under the Mistletoe. Mm. Play on words. Finding Mr. Right Under the Mistletoe. <laughs> Thanks, Russ. A young female writes about love but has never been in love herself until she visits a small town, mountain town, for Christmas. She goes looking for inspiration for her next book, but instead stumbles upon Mr. Love, right. Mr. Right. Yep. Finding Mr. Right under the mistletoe. Is that real or one that we made up? Lunchbox. Uh, that's the plot of Hitch, so that is false. The woman writer <laughs> falls in love, you know? Yep, false. E- Eddie? No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure I've seen this on one of the TV guides, so I'm going to say yes, true. Morgan? Yeah, I've seen a similar plot to this, but I don't know that that's the title. I'm going to go true. The answer is false. Oh! It's fake. Is that Hitch? I don't know. <laughs> we didn't base these off anything. We just kind of made them up. And there just happens to be movies made the same. Oh. Oh, we got a tie now, huh? Okay. Oh, man. Here's this one. Prescribing love on Christmas. <laughs> a single doctor always has to work on Christmas. But this year... She takes a much-needed vacation to a tropical island where she meets a man working at a marina and starts a new Christmas tradition. That tradition? Love. Prescribed. Prescribing love on Christmas. (laughs) Is that a real Hallmark movie or one that we just made up? Lunchbox. Man, that sounds like 50 first dates, but I'm going to go with true. (laughs) He says true. Okay, Eddie? (laughs) No, man, all of these movies, they have fake snow in them. They're not in Hawaii or some tropical destination. This falls. Morgan? There are some with tropical things, but I don't think this is one. I'm going with false. The answer is false. Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to do one more. Morgan takes the lead. 50 first dates. (laughs) Next up. It's called Swept Up by Christmas. An antiques dealer and a cleaner try to figure out how to scale down a glamorous estate around the holidays, eventually connecting with the home's mysterious owner. Swept Up by Christmas. An antiques dealer and a cleaner get swept. Try to figure out how to scale down a glamorous estate around the holidays. They connect with the mysterious owner. Lunchbox? I don't even understand. I don't even understand it. So it has to be false. Like I can't even. I can't even wrap my head around it. Eddie, I mean, that's a good point, Lunchbox. But but you know what? You guys are good, but you're not that good at making up these fake scenarios. This is too good to be made up. It's real. Morgan, for the win, if you can get it right. Oh, I've seen one that has similar, but I'm pretty positive that's not the title, and the job is different. So I'm going with it's false. It is real. Oh, damn. Eddie. Yeah. You and Morgan are now tied. Yeah! Going Let's in, go! Going into sudden death between you two. <laughs> oh, and Morgan, I don't watch any of these movies. I know. You're just guessing. That's a sad thing. You can at any time buzz in with your answer as okay. I'm reading it. You can say real or fake, okay? Okay. It's speed round, and if you get it right, you win. If you miss it, though, the other person knows. Do we say our names, yeah, buzz sure, in, and, sure. then, and then real or fake? Okay. So is this a real or fake Hallmark movie? On the 12th date of Christmas is the name of it. Eddie. Eddie. It's real. The 12th date of Christmas? This is fantastic. It's already real. The 12th date of Christmas. What's it called? The 12th date of Christmas? The 12th dates of Christmas? 
on the 12th date of Christmas. You're going with real? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Morgan, that means you have to go with fake, but I'll read it okay. to you here. A pair of game designers butt heads while creating a romantic urban scavenger hunt themed around the 12 days of Christmas. I'll let you, Eddie, I'll let you change if you want. Well, it's just like Mike D probably wrote some of these. He's a gamer. I feel like this is kind of about him. You can change it if you want. You can drop off a reel if you want. Nope, you wouldn't give me that option if it was. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm sticking to my guns. It's real. On the 12th date of Christmas is real. Ah, yeah! Eddie is the winner. There he goes. <laughs> Woo! Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> I did watch one of the Nashville Christmas Carol. That's probably my first. I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, I have that one here. I didn't read you it, did? though. <laughs> This is the story of a TV producer working on a country music special who gets a visit from the ghost of her mentor. Yes. Yeah. And that's, uh, I think, Winona Judd. And then Christmas Pass, I think, is uh, Kix Brooks. I would have done Love at First Bite about food bloggers. (laughs) That'd have been fake. (laughs) Great game. I loved it. Are you okay with someone complimenting your looks? Yeah. Why not? I feel the same way. I like it. Me too, because it didn't happen a lot. <laughs> I know. I'll be honest with you. When it does, it's a great day. Or I'm like, what do you want from me? <laughs> Experts say to avoid complimenting someone's attractiveness if you don't know them at all. Oh, uh, could be creepy. Commenting on someone's appearance when you don't have a close personal relationship, like a coworker, a casual acquaintance, can make them feel uncomfortable or even harassed. Mm. You got to be careful with that. Dang, but if you really like somebody's hair, you can't say anything about it, huh? I'm not telling you to. <laughs> You're just reading a story. I'm just telling you. I probably still would. I know. I don't man. think it's it's politically correct to. But I'm like, you know, if that looks, you'd like put some effort into it. Hey, eyebrows look great today. I think it's worth the risk. Just take the shot. See what happens. Unless they file a harassment complaint. Okay, then, then you you're like, up. you know what? The risk <laughs> risk reward wasn't the way there. Should have done that, Morgan. If you have you come in and your hair is crushing right would you like me to go morgan your hair looks great yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with that i'm not gonna file a complaint on you right but you to, to know each fair, other yeah to be so, fair so we now do she's at the grocery store some oh. dude says the same thing some guy that looks like eddie but isn't eddie hey comes why up, he looks no, like me <laughs> comes up to you <laughs> and goes hey blonde girl nice hair what would you do i mean it's great i don't think there's anything wrong with paying somebody a compliment now if you're like complimenting on some serious like I don't know, on my body or something. It might get a little weird. Sure. But if you're like, hey, nice eyes, nice hair. No, it's cool. Nice eyes. That's an interesting one. Yeah, you know, I'm going to tell you the difference. I don't know anybody's eyes that are good. Mm-hmm. All eyes look the same to me. And I tell you, I look at people's ma- masked eyes all the time. And I, I'm not attracted to one set of eyes more than another. Well, that's about all you can look at now. Like eyes. Yeah. Can't see their face. Yeah. I guess I'm not an eye, I'm not an eye person. <laughs> I can tell. Mm. <laughs> that's it. You guys have a good day. Uh, you can see my Christmas gift to Caitlin, Mr. Bobby Bones on Instagram. Thank you. Goodbye, friends. Happy